0: Oh my God, there's like a spider hanging from the ceiling.
1: (laughs) Is that a a part of the reading? Is that part of the reading? (laughs) What, What does a spider mean? Hey there. Welcome to the Main Dish Podcast. I'm Miley. I'm Mandy. And we are super excited and grateful for you to be joining us on this week's episode. Mandy, what's new and good in your world? Oh, you're going to make me talk about new and good first today? I can go
2: first if you'd like. Either way. Um, I just wanted to say thanks to everybody who's listening and been listening. We got a lot of awesome feedback from last week's episode having Heather on. So I just wanted to like give a little shout out to the people who had a great time listening and said they really enjoyed it. And, you know, your, your subscri- subscriptions and your follows and your likes and your comments on social media all means like a ton to us. So right now it's it's a small small audience and even when it's a huge audience it'll still mean a ton but it's oh, yeah. just it's really special when we hear back so i just wanted to give a shout yes. out and say thank you to the people who take the time to let us know that they like what we're doing
1: yeah it gives us more motivation to keep doing what we're doing and If you have any ideas or suggestions on topics or people that you would like us to interview, please send those our way because we are here to build a community. We are here to talk about things that matter to you, matter to us, matter to our community. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Mandy says it best when she describes our podcast. I don't have that ready off the top of my head, but inspiring, inspiring your mind. So... I like to say that, uh, you know, let's see if I can remember. You say, you know, we are called the Main Dish Podcast. And while we love food and eating food, we... Not what we're about on this yep. show. We dish about topics that fuel our mind. That feed our mind, feed our mind, ins- <laughs> <laughs> fuel, fuel our, our bodies, it's- and inspire our minds. Feed our
2: mind, fuel our bodies, inspire our hearts. Hearts. <laughs> and I think you know if if you've been paying attention now twenty freaking episodes. Yeah, I want to give yeah. us a little high five. Um, you know, our audience, our audience for the most part is women. We have men listening too, but I think, you know, we're here to sort of support and talk about and talk with women and things that we deal with in the business world and entrepreneurial um, spaces. And, We want to lift each other up. We want to highlight each other's talents and skills. And we want you to know that there's nothing you're going through that the rest of us aren't going through too. And And you're not alone. Maybe in different ways. Like I can't relate to everyone's story exactly, but I'm interested to hear them. So if you know someone um, specifically like a woman, an entrepreneur who has a story to tell and has a gift or a service that you think our listeners want to hear about, we want to hear about it too. And tell us, maybe they'll come on and chat with us. For sure. Email me. uh, Hit that button in my DMs on the Instagrams at The Main Dish Podcast.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And as always, we are so grateful for
2: you. More than words. New and good for me today. I put my shirt on inside out this morning and I like almost left the house. Can I show you something? Please tell me you're wearing your shirt inside. It's backwards. (laughs) (laughs) It's backwards. (laughs) But... (laughs) This is amazing. I literally put my shirt on inside out. And then I went to throw like a little cardigan over it because it's uh-huh. cold in the morning. Uh-huh. And then I stepped in front of the mirror to make sure like the cardigan was on straight and my sleeves were all situated. And then I saw the tag sticking out the side of my Aww. sweater. and I was like, God, dang it!" <laughs> take everything off and turn it back inside. Oh. Then I ordered myself a coffee uh-huh. on the way to work. Uh-huh. Drove right past the turn for the coffee. Oh, God! Because, like, I was just out of it this morning, man. I, w- I don't know what's in the air today. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening. But, like, my brain was on autopilot and mm. it was annoying. I love that you're wearing your shirt back. Well,
1: yeah. So So for our listeners, what I just did is showed mandy the inside of the, <laughs> the front, front of <laughs> my shirt that i'm wearing and it's the actual backside. and the thing is it's it's funny because i put on my shirt in it is dark to this morning when i woke up it's and, not a v-neck yeah. so and so what happened was like i don't know around lunchtime i was in the bathroom and i was like i don't know why i feel like i'm choking <laughs> and then i realized it's, it's backwards and i'm like uh i'm too tired to take it all I apart like that you and figure
2: this out too. eight Eight hours hours ago (laughs) and I'm still wearing it backwards you're the best (laughs) so good news today Uh beyond my interesting morning mom and dad got first dose of the covid vaccine that's pretty exciting because like I don't know six weeks ago I had nurse friends who still couldn't yeah get them in Michigan so Mm -hmm. it's really exciting that like my parents are getting them now and I think they got Moderna oh interesting okay I'm pretty sure that's what her little card said I made her um take the picture down and wipe out their identifying information and then repost it she was like oh I didn't notice that was there my dad like filled his out to a T. he was like let me put my full name my date of birth and blah 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 blah. and I was like you don't stop take that down so yeah I'm really excited that they got that because I'm visiting them in a few weeks so I'm like, yay, yay you'll I'm happy be you're gonna like, get to see family in a, a couple little, weeks. Me too. Thanks. Um I also went out on a date.
1: Ooh, okay.
2: and I know we mentioned at the top of the intro. <laughs> still not getting any, but I went out on a date, so so this could lead to getting some. I mean, that's historically speaking, it's a it's there's a chance. Yeah
1: okay i like chances hey (laughs) you're telling me
2: there's a chance (laughs) so you're saying there's a chance um it was really yeah it was fun it was good uh had just went out for like a couple of years on a patio just go out and you know yeah it was nice to i mean i get to you know i hang out with you or shereen it's nice
1: to meet someone new and someone that is uh, you know has some potential or possible mm-hmm. potential
2: it was funny because he asked he found out I was vegan and he asked mm-hmm. if I wanted to go to a vegan spot and I was like no rather not like <laughs> I always run into people I know and like no offense people I know but like on a first date I just don't want to be extracted or feel like I'm on display and I sometimes feel that way when there's people I know like across the room right. like it just haunts me so we picked this random spot in the middle of town and Walk up to the bar. He's already there. And I sit down and I see someone I know across the bar. <laughs> I was like, why? This town, why does it feel so small sometimes? <laughs> Anyways, it was a fun first day. It was good. Um, a, a couple days later, he texted me and said, so I watched the first episode of Bridgerton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are I, such an influencer. A good one. Apparently. I was like, oh, my God. I, I don't even remember telling you about that show. Like... I don't remember if I talked. I could not have talked about it in person at the bar. I think he might have texted or like chat me uh, at some point uh-huh. in the dating app and said like, what are you binging these days? And I must have like said, ha ha ha.
1: And <laughs> what did he say about it? Did he like it? Did he watch another episode or did he say something? This was a one? couple
2: days ago. So it's uh, no, I haven't heard if he's I haven't asked to be honest. I'm trying not to act like a psycho about this show, even though we all know that you are. I had my moments in a good way.
1: Speaking of which, I hope everyone uh, has listened um, to our bonus, our first bonus episode ever. (laughs) But our first bonus episode that just got released a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. And we have our yours truly, Ms. Mandy, (laughs) talking and dishing out on Bridgerton. So if you haven't already, (laughs) if you haven't already, your grace, (laughs) uh, check out our bonus episode uh, about Bridgerton.
2: Yes. um, That was a lot of fun, by the way. But yeah, I haven't heard of he, but he did tell me, he said, how is the book? Apparently I mentioned I read the book. I was like, I <laughs> oh have my to goodness. stop telling people things.
1: <laughs> it's like automatic. It's just so natural to you. It just comes out. You Honestly, don't even
2: know. I it, I swear to you. Like, it's like putting your shirt on inside out. Sometimes I just blab on and on and tell people things. And I'm like, I that said that? Yeah. yeah. And then he was like, is the book any better than the TV show? He's like, I'm curious. And I was like, well, it's different. Like, you know, they just, we talked about this. I'm like, they do a little different things, but I said, I really liked the way they did it for TV. It made it a little more exciting, a little more watchable and interesting. Then he's like, oh, they have the book at the library. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, was I,
1: love, like, I really, he gets bonus points for me because I love the library. <laughs> I know. I was like,
2: this is so resourceful. I love it. Like, I love it so much. It was so funny. I, was, I, I texted back. I was just like, the thought of you reading the book makes me giggle awesome he's like yeah you know he's like I surprise myself every now and then and I just pick up something and it's if it's interesting it's interesting (laughs) he's like it's not my normal genre but whatever so I have not heard if I'll find out we have another date so sweet I'll let y'all know in like a week yes please
1: yeah 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 Yeah. what about you new and good uh I think the Newest thing so far is I have started learning how to fly, and so that's well, been well, you've been
2: learning how to fly kind of, yeah. on and so, off over like eight, nine months. Yeah,
1: so I took my very first flying lesson, like official on, official on the books, in the books. Like, uh, so when you become a pilot or when you're working towards your pilot license or whatnot. You have a, or if you ever are a pilot, you can get what's called the pilot log book. Mm-hmm. And it's like this official log book. I should show it to you. Someone I dated actually got it for me and it's pink. <laughs> And most logbooks are black. And so I have a pink logbook.
2: I think we need to put like silver stars or something (laughs) on it.
1: It is beautiful. I love my pink logbook. (laughs) But um, my very first lesson was last June on my birthday. Mm. And so for my 30th, 30th.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice try.
1: (laughs) For my 34th birthday, Uh, Someone I was dating Mm -hmm. got me a flying lesson because I was like, oh, I really I've always wanted to fly. Like, Oh, this is interesting. And and then. Yeah. And so I had an hour and a half of official flying that I can log towards my pilot's license. Uh, And I learned how to like lift off and land and do turns. And so did did your
2: birthday lesson count towards this or that was just like for funsies?
1: Um, No, it's funsies, but it also counts towards being a pilot okay and so like to become a pilot usually you there's different stages do
2: you have to fly Um, it's like having a driver's license permit you have to fly Mm -hmm. with like a permitted person of some level and so you have to get yeah you have to fly with a a certified flight instructor Mm.
0: and
1: they estimate that it's anywhere between 30 to 50 hours so on average the a, a pilot a general aviation pilot feels most comfortable enough to sit for what's called a check ride which is kind of like the the driver's test Mm -hmm. so that um so it takes about 40 hours of flying with a flight instructor before you feel comfortable to take that test which is called a check ride and during that check ride it's just like taking a driver's test where you're actually parallel parking Mm and (laughs) yep exactly (laughs) use your blinkers you know, I have an hour and a half towards that forty hours, Rock on. and uh, and so I've been. I I went up last weekend, and I learned. I would. I got to practice lifting off a couple times. Lifting off is uh, hard, mm. uh, because well, and that's not hard. Hard. There's just a lot happening because you're having to gain speed. So the plane is gaining speed, and at the right speed, which for the plane that I'm flying, it's a Cessna 150 you want to start lifting off the ground at 70 miles. And then as you're gaining speed, you're also gaining elevation. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of planes that you're thinking, you know, you're thinking horizontally, you're thinking vertically, you're thinking, you know, X, Y, Z axis. Right. And so, um, as you're at an angle increasing speed, uh, you want to be at 80 miles actually
2: this is Um, a lot of technical details i know are are we going to start charging people
1: i know oh you know maybe not (laughs) anyways so practice lifting so five
2: dollars to at the main dish podcast
1: (laughs) so i've been practicing lifting off and turning turns and um and then leveling off and Mm. staying level Mm. sometimes is that like staying in your lane yeah (laughs) and I'm not very good at that (laughs) but it's like you know sometimes I pull on the nose which is the tip of the front tip of the plane and I pull on it and it lifts me up or I'll push oh or I'll push down to it and then we're like nose diving so you know I'm practicing how to level and stay you know yeah it's it's a lot of fun sounds terrifying (laughs) it's not terrifying to me (laughs) like it sounds Um, terrifying
2: to like have that type of power yes because i yes i there's a lot i mean someone i dated last year his dad flew small planes like this and they actually he died like they hit a mountain in north scottsdale and he and his dad and his brother both died in this plane accident so like i mean you just hear about this stuff you know what i mean you hear about it a lot and it's like those little planes they don't they don't fly like bigger planes. and No, they don't. Uh, I mean, we've ridden in little planes in Alaska, oh, you yeah. and I. And well, but those I are with those. like, yeah, you slept <laughs> through it <laughs> right up against the glass. Her face <laughs> frozen to the yeah. window. But
1: you're right. I mean, there's a lot of accidents that happen yeah. uh, because you're not paying attention. <clears throat> and so you really need to make sure that you really understand how to fly a small plane.
2: Yeah. And but, I, I mean, you. I know you're with somebody who knows how to fly. But I mean, still the thought to me, I'm like, I just don't have any desire to have that type of power in my hands. Yeah, if right. I want to feel really powerful, I put my hand on my vagina.
1: That is the most powerful place you can be,
2: isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love it. I love it. Yeah. So that's what's new and good with me flying. Uh, but maybe if I'm in pursuit of true power, I should probably put my hand on my vagina more. Often. More often.
2: Yeah. <laughs> maybe one hand on the what's oh, the, the wheel yolk,
1: called? The yoke. And yolk. one hand on the vagina. Yeah. <laughs> then it's ultimate. Then you're
2: power. like, what if like a light comes down from like, the sky and you just get like beamed up or yes. know, something crazy? <laughs> like a Heather moment. Oh, like a Heather yeah. moment. Astro, astral projection. Yes,
1: but yeah. So that was a fun episode too. So I'm I'm glad that you mentioned uh, and thanked our listeners for that. But oh yeah, yeah,
2: that's what's new and good. And so, have um, you have you done any guitaring? You talked about this. I've
1: been just maintaining my guitar. How many it's, chords? I still know three chords, okay. but I'm getting faster mm-hmm. and more accurate at transitioning between the three chords. Okay. So it's not it's not taking me as long to move my fingers to a new chord and
2: playing it correctly. Can we get a video of this like for the for the oh, social channels? Okay. Like can your brother? I can do that. Or yeah. set up a tripod, whatever you I need do to that. do. Thank
1: you. Yeah, thanks for that idea. I've been.
2: I would love to see you go between idea. the courts, like you know, just go from one <laughs> well, to the other, up and down. I don't know. However, I don't know the terminology. If I'm on camera.
1: I might get nervous, and I'll be like, "Fuck!" Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, shit. <laughs> if your brother's oh, there, I'm, I know you won't curse. Oh, I know I won't. Okay, <laughs> she'll be like, yes. "Oh, fooey. Oh, <laughs> fudgicles. Oh, mother goose! <laughs> oh man, when she mother goose is a kill."
2: Mm, mushrooms. Yes.
1: Anyways, so uh this week's episode is going to be a fun one. Actually. This one's so
2: exciting! I've been telling people about it for mm-hmm. like since it happened. Yes. Because I got my first tarot reading. Yes. And we've been waiting for. I this, don't want to like, spoil what happens, but like shit, y'all need to listen to the tarot, like hang out for the tarot reading. I I think we're gonna try to put some video clips yep. of that mm-hmm. up. So. it's so much fun though like this whole thing tops to bots like her her abilities how she honed them how she finds her audience her the things she makes it's it's great she has a little a great little group of women working with her all skilled in different ways and like i'm just i'm so into it yeah super
1: excited that we were able to become friends with her and uh and then interview her so uh enjoy the episode everyone and tell us what you think about it yes please do give us feedback we love you. Love you too. And we will talk with you soon. Hello, Kelly. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I'm good. <laughs> We're mm-hmm. so excited to have you on on our episode this week. Thank you so much for finding time in your schedule to share your expertise, your passion, uh, and you
2: with us and, and our listeners.
0: Thank you for having me.
2: Kelly, I like to check in with people and ask everybody how, I know we, we, we say, how are you doing? But like, I love this two word check-in thing where I ask people to give me two words, how they're feeling today. What would your two words be?
0: That's so interesting. Uh, at peace, I guess. <laughs> okay. Nice. If you wouldn't
2: mind telling the people listening, what give us a little self-intro. like Who are you and um, what do you want people to know about you?
0: So my name is Kelly Alvina. I've been a tarot reader for 10 years. It's just one part of my job because I do have an online retail shop and I'm also a Reiki healer as well. And I am, you know, I do have a metaphysical business, so it's all revolving around magic and empowerment all day long. I am a healer first and foremost, so even my sessions are very healing, and I 100% stand behind, like, I like to empower people, so my sessions are even more of, like, an empowerment session if they need to help guide them uh, where they, need, you know, where they need clarity and so forth but yeah
2: that's me in a nutshell that's awesome how did so how did you get started in like magic and the healing, healing in yeah. general like is this something you always knew is this something that came from like a mother or an aunt or like has your family like been growing up way? with it did you grow up with
1: it how did you are you at all exposed? a medium
2: or a psychic do you delve into that realm at all
0: yeah we, yes, we right? just threw a lot
1: of questions
2: your way <laughs> i know
0: So, yes, I am clairvoyant, uh, which means I do have multiple clairs, so to speak. So I am like, you know, clairsentient, I feel, and then I also see in here. I don't, I'm not a medium. That's not where I choose to, what is it, be proficient in. But I do hear spirits. Uh, I just don't like, uh, I guess, fine tune that skill. And I did, I didn't grow up doing this. I grew up in kind of a conservative household growing up. So I started to get into it more when I moved out. Uh, But I was always intrigued. Like, I remember I bought my first tarot deck when I was like 16 years old. I tried working with it and I was like, oh my goodness, this is too many cards. Like, this is going to take forever, you know, for me to learn. So I kind of just dabbled in it. Um, But then I just really felt passionate to like fully learn it. Um, in my early 20s Uh, and then what else did you ask about family lineage finding out later a lot of like the magic comes from my dad's side and they were from Czechoslovakia there's a lot of magic there I believe there were gypsies too and there's a lot of magic with uh, gypsies but I didn't get this handed down to me it's more like handed through my bloodline not necessarily um that I got like a book of shadows or you know anything like that. Unfortunately, I think that would have been really cool. But um, yeah, so it was like self-taught uh, a lot of my journey, but um, I always say like what you're in this lifetime, it's probably something you've been doing many lifetimes. Um, so it's not really a, a start date. Like, oh, I've only been doing this 10 years. It's more like you're awakening gifts from past lifetimes as well.
2: That's so cool you said, how old did you say you were when you got tarot? 16? 16. Yes. Okay. And did you just feel like you just felt called to do this type of thing? You're like, I'm, I feel like this is something I, I need to get.
0: Yes. I remember it's funny. My first tarot deck, I bought it at, um, remember borders? I yes. Glass. <laughs> glass so I bought one there because I'm just so drawn to it. And yeah, it was just like calling me. And then I always just, Used to like joke around saying, Oh, I'm psychic, and I would guess people's shirts and stuff before I actually really delved into that. Um, So I always had those gifts. And then my sister's also very highly clairvoyant um, as well. So it's just more like awakening and accepting it because, again, I grew up kind of conservative. So it's kind of like, oh, that's you know, devil's work kind of thing.
1: Can you can you tell us a little bit more about how you developed your skill with tarot reading? And, you know, especially for for some of our listeners, maybe they know about tarot reading from what media movies or movies, or TV shows. maybe give us an idea of what tarot reading really is. Because you're not to going you. to a school right.
0: to learn
2: tarot. You can.
0: Okay. Do you know, there are tarot schools. I've read a lot of books, and I had friends. Like I made friends with people that read tarot, and she kind of gave me some hit, like kind of tips on what she learned in school, and then I just kind of ran with it. A negative view in movies, or it looks really scary. Or the devil card comes out because there is a devil card in the tarot but you know, it's again for cinematic purposes and dramatic effects, but tarot, it, they're like guidance cards. They are a serious form of divination and basically they are tools for your own intuition. So anyone can learn tarot because basically you can learn all the cards upright and upside down and what like certain pairings need. Uh, But what like, distinguishes or like the difference between tarot readers is how intuitive they are because then it's more like a general reading. So yes, again, anyone can learn tarot, but if you really use your intuition with it, you're going to get to some way more in-depth reading. And then it's like things that I couldn't possibly know, like I'll pick up through the cards. So I,
1: uh, for a while, I used to follow a lot of different tarot readers on YouTube and listen to my weekly Readings based on my astrological sign, and so like, can you kind of maybe dive a little bit more into that? Like, I only base it on my my astrological sign, but is there a difference or a benefit to like getting your own custom like one-on-one tarot reading versus like a generic one for all cancers like me?
0: <laughs> yes, definitely, because then it's literally pulling yeah your energy, what's going on in your life, um, any guidance that your guides you know, have for you and so forth, because spirit guides could come through in the cards. I feel like the cards are, it's hard to explain it, but like they're, it's like they have a persona, but they're very much connected to like different realms of energy and like I said I know that sounds like super complex but it just it's so much more detailed if you get it just for you because um, I'm pulling for you so when it's generic especially with astrology a lot of times when they do like the astrological sign they usually have um, knowledge of astrology and know the transits of what's going on with cancers or with you know Scorpios, and then they can apply the tarot readings, kind of like open up the cards. But it again, it can be a little bit more generic, like, oh, you may be focused on family this week, or you may be having, you know, issues with your heart. So it, again, it's more generic than specific things of what's specific to you
2: and so 16 you get your first tarot deck from borders and then i'm, I'm assuming you know yeah. you you were all in you're reading all the books you're doing all the things at what point do you decide to start a business or start like doing this as a service for people how did how did that all come to be because like i mean it's when like i was like 10 and i got a ouija board and i'm like this is amazing oh uh, my friends are like this is the devil i'm like let's play <laughs> like, uh, i'm like i want a, i can't wait let's i still have that ouija board by the way oh i've had oh. it for like a million years because i'm not old <laughs> i was gonna say you should bring it out take a picture of
1: it so we could um oh i totally will yeah
2: it's behind us oh It's
1: here, it's here, but please tell us a little bit more about your transition from, you know, your first tarot deck reading to, you know, practicing on your friends and family or something and then transitioning into making it actually, you know, a business or a service that you provide to people
0: so interesting it's funny like it happens so organically that it's like I'm like how did that happen <laughs> well I got really into reading like fully dedicated to reading the cards and now that you're asking me like I can't even remember what triggered that like I'm gonna learn the tarot, but I feel like I got like a like a tarot for beginners book and started just studying the cards, and then I would practice on my friends, and then they're like, "That's spot on," you know. So I just got a lot of confirmation that it was spot on. And then back then, you know, I had to read the book and stuff <laughs> because again, I was self-taught in the beginning, and then I was just kind of getting more confident, learning how to read the cards, and then seeing what the cards were saying to me. So again, I started off by reading for friends, like in family, and then I. I felt confident in the tarot. And again, don't ask me timeline because I don't really remember where it started, but I do know I started reading at 22, like really getting into like offering readings, not paid yet. And then my first, I was like really shy back in the day, like when I started. So when I first offered it was when I had my Etsy shop, because again, I have the online metaphysical shop. I offered the service of email readings because I didn't want to talk to anyone and just in case I like needed to like uh, refresh on something or like it took me a little longer to like see what the cards are trying to tell me you like email gave you that luxury of working with people that you don't know and um, pushing my you know me past my comfort zone of like if you read for a friend you kind of know what's going on you know what I mean there's that little bit of you know what's going on so then I got more confident with email readings so then I started offering phone readings. Again, I don't know how long I was doing that for. It just happened very organically because I was already, you know, had the shop making products, helping people with like magic. And then it was just such a good tool of seeing what they needed, like candle wise or product wise, um, so that I could give better recommendations for what can best help them in their journey and in their life. And then it went to, I said, I went to phone readings. And then I really pushed my past my comfort zone because I was really confident of like reading on the phone. So then I started doing psychic fairs and then pandemic happened. So now it's like on the phone again.
1: Oh, god! do you do online like Zoom readings Uh, or is it mostly just phone now? Like phone?
0: Usually phone. um, It's Zoom if they want to go on video.
1: Well, can I just first just acknowledge how amazing it is that you just kind of worked at your own pace to develop yourself and to push your your comfort zone um that is pretty spectacular and and it and and i admire that a lot it makes so much sense though
2: right because like how you grow. It's part of growing. Well no, but it's like what she does. So you're like, Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's kind of funny that even in the beginning, even you, it almost sounded a little bit like imposter syndrome. Like you're like, I don't know if I'm quite ready for that yet, but there was something pushing you into doing that. And you're like, well I just have to do this because this is yeah. the direction that I'm being called Led towards. And called to it yeah, yeah and, like and
1: and one step at a time too like not n- nothing happens nothing great happens overnight yeah oh. that's
2: something we always talk about with business people it's like everybody thinks they're going to be there and making it and making money immediately and then you know 5 years into your small business you're like oh now I'm making the money I thought it was going to be in year 1 I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> like
0: totally and I definitely took like baby steps towards that because when I started my business I actually had a quote unquote, normal job. Um, so I was doing like both things. Mm-hmm. So maybe the growth would have happened sooner if I would have just been in the business, like full time, like dedicating my whole day to it. Um, so yeah, I was a few years doing maybe two years. Uh, the timeline is getting blurry now. But <laughs> like, again, slowly developing my practice, my skill, I feel like imposter syndrome is for whoever's listening, wanting to read tarot and stuff, just trust your intuition Um, what the cards are telling you because I know so many people are like waking up you know quote unquote and like to their gifts like crystals like you know it's like they're just opening up to just different things and like even tarot and magic are not as like taboo anymore which is really great so yeah just trust your intuition I feel like everyone has that imposter syndrome from time to time and that's completely normal Um, and you don't have to be full-on tarot reader at first you know but it's like if it's meant to happen like you will it will just very organically happen Um, and the first thing that was hard at first too was being able to read an hour because I offer a half hour and hour readings because I'm like man how am I going to talk about stuff for a whole hour that's a long time so I got good at like being able to just like really go deep in the cards like what they're saying you know it's almost like a conversation with them but it's like you're channeling it so it's really cool.
2: That is really cool. I uh, what so you had the metaphysical shop before the tarot, or what, at
1: the same time? Were and, and you building it at the same time? Yeah. At what point did you build or start building your metaphysical store or retail products?
0: So that timeline, I do know. So I've been reading ten years now, and I've had my online business. It's going to be seven years in October. Okay. So I was practicing. Yeah. I was practicing like three years before I offered it to clients, but I don't think it might've been a little bit longer than that. Cause I, when I started the shop, I wasn't offering tarot.
1: In your shop. What kind of, yeah. What are
0: the metaphysical, what, yeah, metaphysical goods
2: that, that you provide? Is Does metaphysical just kind of encompass crystals and candles?
0: I focus on candles. So even when I started my shop, I actually started making jewelry. (laughs) That's how I started because I used to make jewelry like in my teens and sell it and everyone liked it. But then I really got into crystals. So I started making like crystal pieces till I realized that wasn't my thing. Like I just didn't have a passion for it until, so I was kind of like dabbling in like what was my calling even like how was I going to put my magic? Like, what was I going to put it into? And then I discovered candles and then I just fell in love with it. So I do candles. So my our in-house made products are candles, soaps, and like I make scrubs, like I would say like home goods and like uh, bath products. That's what I like. And then it has grown and still growing. Um, so now I'm bringing in a lot more crystals in the shop, like uh, jewelry that I buy from jewelry makers. <laughs> I don't have to make. So it's like It's becoming a well-rounded shop, and I'm so excited. So, like, I'm actually bringing more stuff in this year.
2: I've always really been into stones, and, like, whenever I pick them up, I'm like, ooh, what does this one do? What does this one do? Do you have a favorite stone or, like, a couple of stones that you enjoy most or wear most or utilize the most?
0: Uh, Well, I always use crystals that are calling to me, and it will change. Like, right now, I'm really into, like, jaspers (laughs) for some reason. But I would say my all-time favorite crystal is courts like the clear courts but there's so many different types of courts I would say like those are my favorite because there's like Lemurian courts there's a uh, like crackle courts which I'm really into right now like so, I just love like courts I would say that's my favorite
1: is it because they're calling to you or do they have a certain meaning or a certain healing power
0: uh, yes yeah, so the ones I work with like I'll like be so obsessed with it I can't stop wearing it and then it's like ah, I'm good with it so I do feel like you absorb the energy that you need and usually your body and intuition without even knowing what the crystal is you will know uh, and I have a really cute story I want to share about that about like how strong our intuition is so I have a five-year-old son and I gave him a crystal the other day I was just so drawn to give it to him it was like blue quartz it was I think it's called, it's called blue quartz, but it was like a light blue stone. And because he was stressed out, I just wanted to give it to him because it, it calms you down. So I put some energy into it, some Reiki energy to it. And I gave it to him. He's been holding that thing nonstop and he's been putting it at his throat chakra and it's a throat chakra stone, but he didn't know it. And he's like, it feels really good here. And I thought it was so sweet. Like, he'll just watch TV and, like, put his crystals
1: there. Aw, that's wow. so neat. That's amazing, actually, like, for him not to know. And, like, it's, you know, like, it really speaks volumes about the connection and the energy that is present.
2: But yeah, he right. just understands. Like, he knows.
0: Right. And I do know he has a gift, though, though. So I don't know if everyone will be able to do that. But I've been seeing him. Like, I haven't told him, like, oh, this is the throat chakra. He'd be like, what's that, mom? You know, like <laughs> – but it's so cute like he just knows where it goes
2: that's awesome you'll have a mini helper
0: (laughs) he loves crystals (laughs) do you also
2: see uh auras do you read people's auras
0: in my energy practice that's where i'll go into like the reading the aura the chakras their energy field and so forth. Um, So I don't see the chakra. I don't see the aura, but I'll like know what color it is by tapping in. Like when I'm in that meditative state, like I'll be able to see it, but everyone has different gifts and how they see things. I personally have told my guides, I don't want to see anything with my physical eyes because, you know, there's not only auras out there. (laughs) I'm like, I only want to see them within my mind's eye so a lot of times, like, I'll feel it or I'll see it, but it's not like I'm physically seeing with my eyes. But I do know a lot of people, like, they'll physically see it. Can you
2: tell us I a little... I was going to say, once you see it, you can't unsee it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get that whole, like, listen, I don't want to see this stuff with my eyes open. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Can you tell us a little bit about your background with the Reiki and the chakras and that part of the healing process? So
0: uh, like I said, everything happens so organically, which is really beautiful. And I'm seeing that for so many people nowadays where there's this like new wave of people opening up and they're just like, I'm just really drawn to learn Reiki. Um, So I was in the last wave, like the wave before. Cause like I said, I started really getting into this um, like at 22, um, just because I had the freedom to do so. So when I I started with tarot and I started with magic, And then I got into Reiki, so how I actually got into Reiki was pretty magical too, I kept hearing the word Reiki in my mind, but I didn't even know what Reiki was, so I um, googled it and found it was like an energy healing, so then I was just like oh I feel like I need to learn, Um, and then it just like everything kind of unfolded very naturally, Um, I even my tax lady, she was like, Oh, I've had Reiki. It changed my life. And I was like, wow, confirmation. I need to learn Reiki. So I put it out into the universe. I'm like, I want to learn Reiki. And then of course that next week, my friend, she's like, do you want to go to a meetup with me? It's a Reiki circle. So then it just very organically happened that I met my first teacher that, you know, I was able to learn Reiki from. So then that has been six years. So I've been doing Reiki like six years. I don't know exact time, like it's blurry after a while, but it was around, around the same time as like, not too long after I started my shop, I started, you know, learning Reiki. But then even before I learned Reiki, I was doing energy work without knowing Mm -hmm. fully how to do it. So it's just naturally developed.
2: Like you were doing it without knowing how to do it. And were you probably doing it not knowing you were doing it?
0: Yes, so that's one way. That's like your 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 energy is very healing to them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot to say about that too. But answer your first question. I realize I talked about energy work. So energy work and like Reiki to me is very different to me personally. So Reiki is channeling of energy, like protecting yourself, channeling of energy, like from source to energy it goes through your body, out your hands, and then to the client. So, energy work is not necessarily channeling energy. It's basically manipulating the energy around you. Mm -hmm. So, how I started doing energy work, I remember um, seeing my husband's aura through my mind's eye, and it was a um, dirty blue. And I was like, I don't think it should be dirty looking. So, I would like quote, purposely work on like changing it to like a royal blue so and I was like I did it it would take me forever so now that takes me like like not that long but it used to take me forever and then I would wake up sick because I realized after learning Reiki I was using all of my own energy to shift the energy of him so after learning Reiki, I realized I can like channel a clearing energy to send to him to clear his energy rather than like purposely like mm-hmm. <laughs> changing it. So that's what I mean about like I was doing it before I like actually learned how to do Reiki.
2: Gotcha. Did he, did he know
0: you were changing his dirty water, bright blue? <laughs> yeah, I would tell him. Well, I would tell him after the fact, like, hey, like you're, or, but he, now he believes in all this stuff because, you know, obviously this is my full-time job and he works in the business too. But at first he's like, okay. like <laughs> Okay, like whatever you say kind of thing. He's
2: like, <laughs> so- okay, sure, babe. Like I just, I imagine y'all are like sitting on the couch and he's watching a TV show or something and you're just on the other side staring at him, like grimming him down really hard, trying and to like, change his transferring energy. Transferring the energy to him trying to do <laughs> And he just looks over like, what? What did
0: you do? What? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. This journey has been uh, funny, and my husband makes jokes saying like, "Oh, like I inspired your whole, uh, your whole practice." Oh, (laughs) he's
2: like taking all the (laughs) credit for everything.
0: (laughs) Because if you see my line of candles, like the "calm the f down" candle, he was the inspiration of that one. I'm like, you need to calm down. so like a lot of them are inspired by like daily life and you know we all have these problems especially you know being married sometimes you're like oh like we need peace in the home or like happiness so like i ha- i do create my products around solving problems that everyone has because i have them too so then i'm like okay I'm, i need to make a candle for this so
1: with your candle making um can you tell us a little bit about your candles and how you make them and how that's different than other candles
0: yes so Knowing my background, now that we're talking about Uh it, energy background, I do have like a, you know, a magic background. So when I make these, they're all made with intention. So even when I'm stirring the wax, like I'm putting that intention into it. And then every like herb and oil have properties So just like crystals have properties, like that blue stone was a throat chakra and calming. Um, So my candles, for example, my calming candle has like lavender and chamomile. that one's easy to know because a lot of people that know aromatherapy know that these things do that. But like some herbs that you will never find aromatherapy scent for, like you learn the properties because they have like planetary rulers. They have like male and feminine qualities, like each herb. And there's like herb dictionaries, uh, not dictionaries, but like herb books that you can like read the metaphysical properties of them. And then you create relationships with these herbs. Like, you know them, like, you know what they do, you know how they act. And then you combine the herbs and they create a different energy. So that took years of like working with them and really knowing them at an intuitive level that they're going to shift the energy around. So they actually create physical changes too. So So yeah, my candles are all intention based and like every recipe is like everything in the candle is symbolic and they work together in a certain way, and they're all infused with Reiki as well so they're very healing. Um, And they just make people feel good and people said like I can't go back to normal candles now like I rather just burn one that smells good and is doing something so.
2: Yeah, I have a hard time with uh, like candles from a grocery store or just, you know, generic candles with artificial scents and all that stuff don't appeal to me at all. So the type of work that you're talking about is exactly what, um, like I'd rather burn something that's clean and whole, you know, it has like, doesn't have a wick with nasty things in it. It's not some gross wax with artificial scent and fake colors and all this, all this stuff. You don't want that burning into your home and then you're breathing it in. I just, yeah, I'm like, don't. No, no Glade air fresheners, no fake artificial scented candle nonsense, not into that at all. Oh,
1: for sure. And just to know that like there's multiple purposes or like it's multi-use, right? Like it's not just smelling good, but it actually is helping and healing you. Like I can't imagine not wanting something that is also healing for me too, not just surrounding my environment with a nice smell or something that mm-hmm. looks beautiful but it actually has depth and, and purpose to it
2: and so many components to mm-hmm. it that like work together in a harmony i think that's really really interesting have you done like a reading per se on the year like 2021 do you have a like an idea of what you think 2021 is gonna bring us
0: yeah people you read that one <laughs> I'd rather read something more uplifting. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Noted. (laughs) Because I remember back in 2019 um, when I was reading for people, it kept showing the hermit card for everyone. And I'm like, that's interesting why does everyone get the home card and the hermit card
2: yeah that totally makes sense to me i mean we're cancer crabs so yeah. we get climbing into our shelves yes. and staying home and not going anywhere so if you pulled like three hermit cards for me i'm like that looks that right makes sense makes sense
0: <laughs> so people always got those cards you know because like even me i work from home so i'm always at home so i probably get the hermit card a lot like if i were to read my own cards but uh so everyone was getting the hermit card and the home card, even if they were very outgoing. I'm like, that's weird. Um, and it just kept showing like major change, major change. And then pandemic happened. So it made sense why everyone got the hermit card and the home card because everyone got locked down. Um, so yeah, I think there's better things to pull for them though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so 2021 Not- is, uh, you know, it's a big question mark right now, everybody. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like I said, I have been reading about that. And there is like a lot of like really good energy, but there's also like a lot of, you know, some heaviness there. So I rather um, you know, i rather just read on something else a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I love if it. You, I... If you read for the world, I'm sure you you, you know, watch the news and just the world's a heavy place. So <laughs> there's different things to yeah, read for.
1: There's a lot of heavy stuff.
0: Usually I don't even like pulling for Um, like the world in general, because it's like, I like to fine tune in, like, what do you want to pull for? Like, is there's this really beautiful gold energy, even last year was around, even if we were in pandemic. So I like focusing or like, I would pull cards on like, how can we connect to that golden energy? Because I see that golden energy as like abundance, opportunity, manifestation. Um, So I focus on that rather than like, I don't want to read about so much doom and gloom, you know, (laughs) because that's what the world is, you know, a lot of, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. And that would be really energy exhausting to pull on such big, heavy things. Like, yeah, I get that. We had a ton of abundance last year. I think we felt like even though 2020 was heavy and was hard and was traumatic and traumatizing in a lot of ways, there was also a lot of good to be had if you sat still and listened and kind of tuned in and paid attention and um uh honored that i guess yeah. you would say like look, honored look for was... opportunities to mm-hmm. honor you that. didn't even have to look for opportunities you were being smacked in the face and handed this sat down da- sit down stay in your home home and people were like oh there's like a lot of stuff right here in front of me that i really need to work on instead of focusing all of my energies on this external crap that doesn't matter
0: Exactly. So that's what I was talking about. Like there was a, a big amount of abundance last year too, even though there was also on the flip side a lot of, you know
1: limitations. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Limitations, stress, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, there was a lot of manifestation energy. And there's a lot more this year too. Um, even more so. And this year we're going to be focusing on fine-tuning our lives. So last year was about, I feel transformation, the breakdown. So that's why I kept showing like the tower. The tower is like destruction, but also gives you the, the chance for rebirth. Yeah, but when you see the tower, you'll feel it because even though there was a lot of abundance, there was a lot of kind of stress too, you know. Um, so there is a lot of abundance this year too, even more so, and a lot of fine-tuning. So a lot of people at, at a collective level. So when I read for people individually, it also shows like when they're connected to like the collective energy so basically anyone I read is going to be experiencing some of the same energy despite what sign they are despite um that it's going to be a different scenario um, but they are going to be dealing with a lot of the same things like being highlighted like again that fine-tuning energy like right now it's like okay we're stepping into this new chapter in our lives and how are we going to do it? Like, how are we going to organize our lives enough that we're going to kind of align ourselves with that? Because it's already there. We feel it. Um, but how are we going to get there? So like the journey.
2: Yeah. Cause it's like, it's been almost a year now of pandemic and we're literally just weeks shy of that literal pandemic declaration and lockdown. And it's like, okay, now we're here. Now what?
0: Right. Where do we but- go from here? Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, this year, it's more, we already know that it's here, you know, so it's not like last year, we're we're like, what's going on? Like what's happening? What's going to happen? So now it's like, okay, we already know. So now it's just like, Keep going until, you know, it gets
1: better. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like there's a, a lot of, last year, it was a lot of unknown, uncertainty, yeah. unpredictability. Now, there's We've a lot less kind of that lost yes. feeling, mm-hmm. I think, right now. We're kind of like getting kind of used to it. I don't know <laughs> if I, I don't know if that's the right way to phrase it. But you just, just We're like you adapting. said, like, keep going. Yeah, adapting and just keep going. Move, Keep moving
2: forward. Would you mind doing a reading for us?
0: Yeah. Well, We'd I. Have to... Individually. Yeah, 100
2: percent. I am I mean, us in general, like, do you mind doing a reading for um, one or both yeah, what, of us? one or both of us? However, you want to break it up. I don't want to tear into your energy too hard. <laughs> right.
1: I also did want to ask before we do that, you were playing with a deck of cards. I've heard that there's different types of tarot decks. Is that true or t- can you can you give us some information about that? Like and it's only because I've seen YouTube videos again, media, but. Sometimes I'll watch YouTube videos and they have a special deck (laughs) for certain things. It's not just all one. There's only there's not just one tarot deck of cards, right?
0: No, there's
1: tons of different types.
0: So many, like every theme, like there's like mermaid decks or vampire decks or, you know, like fairy deck. Like there's so many. And then there's also Oracle cards, which are completely different um, but the traditional deck that you will see is this one here which is like the writer weight deck oh is like okay cards uh-huh. um, and a lot of decks are inspired by the writer weight style like the the suits like the major arcana cards and like the suits um so if you learn how to read the writer weight so if anyone's like looking to read tarot i do recommend learning the writer weight first because then you can read so many other decks because then you'll see, like, okay, like this is the same card in the writer weight deck, you know. But there are some decks that go off of like different styles or they have different suit names. Um, so again, you know, it just there is so many decks. I personally use two. I do have other decks, but I all of them have different imagery and remember imagery triggers intuition so I can see how a reader would have like one like if they're going to do like a love reading or going to do something else. I again I do many other things than just tarot so I, I'm i pretty simple when it comes to tarot but I always use two decks in a reading so I have my Rider Waite and Morgan Greer. Um, And this is something I never really see too many readers do, but I really like doing it because uh, I'm a Virgo, so I'm really analytical and I always like confirmation on on things. So that's why I know, that's why everyone even likes my candles, because if it doesn't work, I won't put it into the shop. So I test it. I'm like, okay, candle, impress me. Like if it's for communication, I want to see some, you know. That's awesome. So even with tarot, I read the same way. So I, I pull a spread. And then I open up the deck or with the other deck. And a lot of times you will see the same cards. So then, you know, I know, you know, this isn't just a fluke accident card. It was like, it's literally like in the same position. It's the same exact card. So, you know, it's um, like that mess. That's like a extra message. You know what I mean? So that's something I do. Again, some people don't do that. Um, Again, I'm simple. I use two decks just because at each deck, you have to learn it. So for people that are only readers, like that's their whole job. They're only readers. Like I see them have a lot more decks, like use a lot more decks on a daily basis.
2: Wow, that's so cool. I had no idea. That's yeah,
0: a great question. So, yeah,
2: i had been wanting to ask that question because I saw you playing with it. And I mean, I just assumed, yeah, there might be different um, like backs to the cards, but I assumed the faces, so to speak, like what's on them is pretty standard in all of the decks. So I never would have. And I just I didn't consider like because, you know, you can buy playing cards yeah. and playing cards might look different on one side, but, but they the same all have cards ace through king yeah. and they all look
0: generally but, yeah. the same.
1: But I was thinking that there's got to be different decks. But yeah, thank you so much for sharing that with us.
0: There's also people who read playing cards. I personally... Oh, what? Um, Yeah, they read playing cards. To me, again, it's like a different beast you have to master. That's why I don't do palmistry. Like, not every psychic or, you know, intuition tool. Like, you have to learn it. You have to
1: nurture that skill, right? Yeah.
0: Lines and how they play, like what they mean. So even learning playing cards, you have to know what five of clubs mean, or you know, like everything. So I'm like, not going down
2: that. Road. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I think you. It's like you can't please everybody, right? You can't be everything to everyone. And it's like if you found your niche and you found your thing then work on that if that's working for you and that's a talent and that's a skill and you're passionate about it go for it like i think that's a good tip for anybody in business like you don't have to be everything for everyone
0: exactly so even um, rose on my team because i actually have a team um, also part of the business like she Reads, and if you were talking to her on the phone, you would almost think that she was reading cards, but she's not. Like, you actually ask her a question, she's called an intuitive reader, so she's just like she connects to spirit she's a medium, so they tell her. So, wow. that's for, I'm hearing, and I'm like, that is so cool. So, like, everyone has their own gift. So, a lot of people do read tarot, but there's so many diff- different things of divination Wait. that get answers. I love that. Mm-hmm. How many
2: people are on your team?
0: They're including me. There's four of us like readers. Oh. Like, I'm not readers. Like we all have something different than we do.
2: That's awesome. It's
1: amazing. Actually. Congrats. That's,
0: like, cool. Yeah. Thank you.
1: You want to be and... up first? Okay. I'll be first.
0: <laughs> so usually um, I like if I were doing like 30 minute or hour reading, I go into like general love finances, but like, there's so many other questions you can ask. Like there's like empowerment spreads, like where it shows like what part of your life kind of needs fine tuning, any, you know, those are my favorite, honestly like my favorite kind of readings to give because it's so like let's do that one. Let's so do that. You know, because yes. it's to be and also I'm asking you too, because um if I do general and it's like, oh, it looks like this, I don't want to say anything like personal on a podcast. You know? No, it's okay.
1: You can go personal.
2: <laughs> we talk about pretty much yeah, everything on this show. we do
0: we've talked about our moms being
2: awful to us <laughs> we've talked about we've talked a lot about sex um sex, politics dating politics yeah. a little so, bit of religion i mean there's almost nothing we don't touch on here drugs i mean so, not like yeah, not party too, drugs but too. we <laughs> talked with somebody recently about shrooms and ayahuasca yeah. and like so mdma and all sorts we, of fun. We're, we're comfortable, comfortable. We're i things. don't want you to feel uncomfortable but we're pretty comfortable or open. Yeah, you're not gonna offend us. Yeah. And there's nothing you can say that we wouldn't be willing to I can't imagine anything yeah. that I wouldn't be willing to
1: share. Right. And we're open and willing to just experiencing new things, right? And so we we have an open mind, open heart.
0: So I'm going to put the intention of reading a spread for you that's like general, it'll kind of touch on different topics and then your guides if they wanna come through and give you messages on like what you need to fine tune in your life or anything connected to like, like spiritual journey, like those ones get really deep. And I'm just like, whoa, like, okay, I'm back to <laughs> those ones are really deep. But We'll see what wants to come through. Um, I always, well, I know a lot of readers don't do this too, but having like a healing background and like magic background, I always protect my space. And then I protect the space that you're in because we don't want any jumbled messages coming through or any weird energy coming in or anything like that. So I always put take a moment to like, just make sure that everyone is like safe and protected and that you get any messages that are just completely meant for you and will inspire you and leave you feeling good. I'm also not a doom and gloom reader. So even if it shows something dark, I always ask like, okay, if there's something, you know, dark that's coming through or something kind of bad, like show me how to prevent it because this is you know, the future is fluid. Um, we, it is not set in stone. So I'm like, okay, if we see something like, can we avoid it or or how can we adapt to it? Or how can we uh, react to it in the right way? So I always like to empower people. I don't want to be like, Oh, I see something so scary. Like that's not I right. love that about you.
2: The well, power's I- not going to suddenly go out in the middle of the <laughs> reading, like flips a card over, boom, lights go out. <laughs>
0: I'm putting intention of, oh, also when I read, I only read around like six months into the future because I'm sure if you've ever had readings um, with people that are, a lot of people that are like on the street, like, you know, like on those like shops along the street will read like 30 years from now, like I see you, you know, are living a long life or, you know, 20 years from now, you're going to meet your soulmate. I'm like, oh my gosh, it would take me 20 years to see if what they said came true. And I'm like, no, because so many things can happen until then. So I like to read almost like a, like again, six months, like it always shows me around six months. So then I always put that intention too, just because so many things change. And so forth.
1: For sure. So. I think that's great. Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes it will give me like insight on Like, you know, into the past, I mean, into the further future, but like almost like a road, like a road map to get there. Hmm.
2: For everyone listening, Kelly is turning over cards. Yes. I like the way that you shuffle them. That's very interesting.
0: (laughs) Oh, I remember uh, back in the day when I first started, I'm like, how do you know when to stop shuffling? And I Googled this notes. <laughs> so for anyone listening, like that's interested in tarot, because I feel like there's going to be people that are like, oh, I've always wanted to try. Oh my God. There's like a spider hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> Is,
1: that the Is that a part sign? of the reading? Is that part of the reading? What What does a spider mean?
0: <laughs> I don't intelligence.
1: Mean. I'd like to think that it's intelligence and flexible.
0: They're gonna yes. Like what it- I don't like spiders. Um, Spiders are actually female power. Um, yes,
1: <laughs> yes. For those of you who don't
2: see what I'm doing, I'm putting my hands up and <laughs> with all my power. She's pretty excited. She's like, I haven't, I haven't even been crossfitting, but look at the spider <laughs> coming to my reading.
0: That's what I, I'm saying. Oh I have chills. Partially because the sign, but partially because there was a spider. I kid you not.
1: <laughs> it is so a part of this reading.
0: And so, remember too, in my readings, I always give advice because you know I do like. Candlework, so I don't just say, "Oh, this is you know what's needed." Like I always say, like, "Oh, I recommend this, you know, to help with your journey." So first of all, what I'm seeing in your cards is—I'm not gonna lie—you do have some heavy cards in here, um, and I will show you some on the camera so you're seeing it and so you're aware. But it shows, first of all, to release um, anything that's needed into the past, because remember, we're talking about how you're gonna go into the best part or like kind of live your best life go into that next chapter. And I'm feeling like a lot of tired energy. And it does say like, just make sure you balance your life because you are going to get that burnout energy. Um, And I feel this can be again, collective part of the pandemic, because we're just like, just keep going, keep going. And it's just like, we're still in it, you know, so I'm feeling that like very much like a lot of people are feeling that but it just says very much in your life as well. So it does say that you're going to have many doors open for you in the next six months, I'm actually vibing around summer, Um, but it does say make sure like, use your intuition about the doors that are meant for you. And if you do manifestation journals or like, you know, your daily journaling, you can put the intention of like, you know, I am ready to walk through doors of opportunity or opportunities to present themselves to me. This could be with your podcasts, be in your personal life. Since we're doing general, it's not saying specifically what it is, but I even feel there's gonna be doors opening with this podcast. but it does say make sure not to not see the doors because when I opened the card up, it shows like all these beautiful doors, but like not to miss them. Um, What else is it saying? Again, it keeps talking about like releasing the path, uh, the path, because it says like you were just on this full momentum. I am feeling with this like podcast, you were just like full force, like let's do it. And then you're you're gonna get through the year where like, okay, like keep making content. I feel like you're not gonna have trouble making content, but it's just like uh, that, Repetition of like okay let's keep going because um you know I do feel like you're like everyone are balancing many things so even though you do this podcast there's many other things you have to do many things we have to do during the day uh, but it does show just okay this is like coming from a magic standpoint to keep yourself protected so remember I told you I always like envision myself protected before readings it does say to protect yourself before. Okay, this is where it's going to get a little bit, not just in general, but like uh, from envy of others, because it does say that you are like a powerhouse and that spider coming down with your (laughs) You have a lot of that female empowerment going on, but you see, you're going to inspire so many people, but there are always those people that on the surface, they'll feel, feel happy for you. But deep down, you're just like, I felt some hater vibes there, but they won't say it. But you're, you are empathic. It does say that you are more sensitive than you know to energy. Um, So you don't want this to happen. I'm going to show you. So you see the card that's coming up. It is heavy. And to me, I see that as just like being weighed down for from energy. So it does say you're going to be more vulnerable to get this energy on you. If you don't like find that balance in your life and making sure you rest enough, making sure, because I know sometimes we're like on it on point, but it it says that there's going to be time where you see things slipping through the cracks. So the card of temperance comes up, which is the card of balance. So it says that you'll be able to avoid many, even, um, energy getting stuck on you by balancing And this year it does say on a personal level, it's all about releasing patterns within your own self that you feel like, you know, you need to break them. And all of us, remember I told you that fine tuning energy, it's not just a beautiful, like, Oh, I'm just going to do this differently. Usually it's a releasing that we need to do. It's a lot of like breaking of mindsets. It goes way deeper than that because it shows that you have such a beautiful, like, um, Vision for the future and like what you want to accomplish, but it does say that sometimes it does get crowded by doubt and. um, This like how do I say it like a a cycle that you go through where sometimes you're like on fire doing everything right, like I said, when Rachel did then it goes to burnout and then it goes to like okay you find balance again so it's kind of like this up and down energy, so this is the card of. You get two cards, you can see it looking into the future and planning for the future and making all the same things and it does say that this is a card that will be holding you back and it is a devil card but not in a spooky sense it does say that's like a, a toxic cycle and we all have it you know being in the healing journey could be like oh man my inner child issues are coming up or my self-doubt is coming up so it does say you're very much aware of what that is and what I told you about like that heavier energy and 2021 there's that beautiful golden abundance energy like manifesting your dreams which you get this card which is pause really fast so when i read cards like when you read well how i read them it's i'm seeing what the whole big picture is telling me not just what this individual card traditionally textbook means um so i see this as being a very um uh, what is it manifestation card just forward vision you get the card of like entrepreneur going after your goals going after your dreams and then it shows this ugly devil card coming up it's like it it pops its ugly face back in your mind and this can be like a again something just coming up and that's where I was going back to again um, 2021 has this beautiful golden abundance energy but underlying it it's like I see it going parallel is this shadow period which you know the shadow self like the things within ourselves that we wish we didn't have that we have to heal that we have to work at. well but we're facing that shadow right now so if you see things coming up within now or the next you know couple months like you know like we're in that shadow but we're also in abundance like it's this weird kind of energy and that's why I said I'd rather not pull for 2021 because I'm like what are the cards going to show because I feel it's going to show just that this beautiful energy and then like oh, that again, I just dealt with my heart issue like 10 years ago, why is it coming up again? So that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's fine tuning us to be in higher alignment with our goals and dreams and that life we've always wanted, but we have to fight that double card that keeps coming up. Let me see what else your cards are saying. Since I've never read for you, they're saying a lot. (laughs) (laughs) They're very talkative. (laughs) Sometimes I get luxury too. Um, And I'm like, I swear it's not me. It's like the card, it's like every spread will say the same thing until like the person's like, okay, I understand like what it's trying to tell me. Since I have a magical background, I would recommend just like doing like some routine cleansing. Um, If you don't, if you're not into like magic and doing candles and that sort of thing, like something in your day that really gives you that reset um, because it just shows this is the card that flew out of the deck. Remember, I told you how the same cards come up. (laughs) Oh, Yes. Okay, mom. So, this is the card of just being weighed down by energy, and it says, like, no, please, like, you know, remove all that energy from you. So, there's like this theme, like, really positive energy. And then it's just kind of like, oh, what's that? Like, so I'm energetically, I'm just like, okay, like, push it away, clear it away. So, I always do that either by like, you know, candle work or, or Reiki healing. So, where you're just pushing that energy off of you, which can be stress, uh, worries. um. You know, that double card energy of like things you need to heal that maybe you're like, no, not, you know, I don't have time to do that right now. And then they just kind of go into the so, so I don't read for a whole hour. Cause like I said, I'm oh, very, yeah. whole hour. Um, that's what your cards are saying.
1: You know, the part about the cycle of like positive energy. And then like, I feel like when you were talking, I feel like there's a cycle of like really positive energy. And then all of a sudden, I'll face like a challenge or a barrier like that devil card um and it's reminding me to to kind of um recognize some of my own patterns and you had mentioned like inner child and secure like for me security kept coming up to to, you know in my mind like i feel like when those challenges or those cycles are happening and i end up having a challenge i start to develop these self-doubt uh thoughts in my mind because i'm lacking security in myself And so I like that that part really resonated with me. And it actually is kind of across the board in my life, um, personal and professional. Uh, And so I think part of it for the next six months, I've been spending you know, a quite a bit amount of time just trying to kind of visualize what I'd like the, the, you know, the next six months to look like you know, developing some goals and stuff like that, because I've been reflecting on the last six months of my life, trying to learn from any patterns or recognize any patterns of my behavior or my my thoughts and trying to be better or grow from those moving forward in the next six months. So I felt like a lot of that resonated with me for sure.
2: Yeah. The moving forward and letting go of the past. Mm -hmm. Letting go of the past has
1: been a very popular theme in my life in the last six months. And by that you mean like struggle? Yes. Yes. Struggles. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to, you know, like one of the things in my mind and in my life that I've been trying to do is like, when I face a struggle in my life, I'm trying to forgive myself and reframe that experience so I can learn and, and grow positively moving forward.
0: Right. And then it is hard, you know, because letting go of the past, uh, this is the card that showed up. It's the death card reverse. So that's when it's like, you've tried and you've tried and it just keeps showing up like that devil card, which it's the Basically, this double card, it's like that annoying, it's like, ah, like still, still going through that. It's like, I journal, I do all the right stuff, and it just shows itself again. But this is the year where we really do kind of take hold, and obviously, you got your little spider, um, spirit guide, spirit animal over here, um, telling you that you can do it. Like, be persistent. Look up after, I can't uh, think of all the right wording about what the spider symbolizes, but it was just so it was just so meant to be for you and like you have this like I told you that breaking of cycles fine-tuning our life is such a big theme and I do see you breaking through it Um, and whatever for you works out to like really like dissect your like whether it's like journaling or meditation or anything it's going to give you insight Um, and then for the stability like I, if you don't work with crystals already, like a lot of like the red stones are really good for that because it's like um grounding or like oh. the black, but I was really seeing like a red agate or like a jasper or holding on to something that's gonna give you that security because um uh, that will help you a lot of releasing whatever needs to be released in regarding regarding to that.
1: Thank you so much. That helps me. There's- I feel so much better. I feel like I have a direction and I have some guidance and yeah, thank you.
0: Yeah. Good. Well, thank you. I'm glad I got to read your cards and thank you guys for showing me the cards that best resonated with you. And like you said, that's this year. It's about, I even worked on, again, obviously no needs and stuff, but I was working on even people that are healers and they're like, I dealt with this 10 years ago. They're like, I need help. Like I'm going to do a session with you, like to release this. So that it's like that annoying energy of even something that you've been dealing with, like 5 years ago 10 years ago and you're like why is it coming up again so like that's this year kind of but it's so we can finally finally heal that so
2: cool yeah we talk a lot about that like if you don't deal with something mm-hmm. it will come back you it's a like, lesson that if you haven't learned it it'll keep coming, coming back on instagram i was like oh don't worry about it you didn't deal with that thing that keep it'll you didn't deal with that problem you didn't deal with healing that thing in yourself don't worry it'll be back <laughs> you'll get another chance or sometimes we kind of
0: halfway deal with it or how I see it is like from a healing standpoint it's like we heal layers of it and it's like kind of you get a break from it and then like more layers come up so it's not like do it fully because at that moment you did like if you are putting in the work and you are like recognizing it but then you know astrology I'm not an astrologer but there's so many transits that bring, like, highlight certain things in our, you know, our natal chart, so um, thankfully, there is an astrologer astrologer on our team, and whatever I'm seeing, like, you know, even what I was pulling for you, if she pulled your chart, would probably be, oh, yeah, that's because this and this squared your, you know, <laughs> Mars and set Again, I'm not an astrologer, so I'm not saying the right things, but <laughs> it's very, very in line, so it doesn't matter if you get tarot or, you know, astrology, like, they're going to tell you those same things.
2: Do you all ever do readings together? Like you pull the tarot and the, your astrologer is there too. And she's like, oh, that totally makes sense because you're a cap sun, blah, 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 blah. And like, do you guys do work collaborative, like Collaborative yeah.
1: readings, I guess.
0: Well, we just actually added a service on our website yesterday that we're going to be doing healing. Um, coll- like we're going to be doing like a dual healing, uh, like either Zoom or the phone because she has a lot more like celestial energy where it's like very like, fluid and almost like angelic and then I have a lot more like earthy energy and grounding so then like working together it's really cool but we're actually we were going to be collabing on like even posts because I always tell her what I intuitively pick up from the collective just psychically and then she tells me oh yeah that's because this and this was transiting so we're always saying that but we're going to finally put put that into our like Instagram feed and um, in our blogs so like she is going to give me like this is this and this transit so because it's really cool how it always lines up
2: that's awesome. Yeah. I, I'm so into that stuff. So I loved reading my birth chart a while ago. Do, do you have enough energy or do you have some time to read Mandy's?
0: You can't leave me hanging over uh-
2: <laughs> I was gonna say we're at an hour, so no pressure if you have other things to do in your night. <laughs> well,
0: that's okay. I can definitely read uh, for you as well. And what gave me that endurance too is doing the psychic fairs. Um, I would do like a local one here in Santa Ana and I was going to branch out farther, you know, yeah, farther, but um, yeah, then pandemic hit. <laughs> but I had the- no idea
2: there were psychic fairs. That's so cool.
0: Yeah. It was super cool. I actually went to my first one in like Austin in Texas. I was visiting family and it was really cool because um, in Texas, you actually need to get approved to be in the psychic fair. So they'll test oh, you, wow. read cards for them or like whatever you're, you know, bringing to the table, you'll read for those people like kind of like cold read and stuff. Um, so it's really cool. And then the lady I met there, that's what kind of inspired me to do psychic fairs because she told me even before knowing, again, she was there, she's like, you're a healer. And she's like, you're in this field. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, but I was just like visiting, you know? Uh, and then she actually gave me the number of the person that was like, that kind of uh, brings the people on board into the psychic person. I was like, oh, I would have loved to do one, like, you know, in Texas, just because you know, I had it in there, lost the number already, but <laughs> so then I started doing them here in Santa Ana. And that's where it gives you like that endurance to keep reading. And it really pushes your limit, like not your limit, but your skill set because you're like new person, 15 minutes, new person. So like, you know, it's like you're going, like you just keep going and then reading different people. And so it's really interesting. I really like yeah. those <sighs> soon, hopefully
2: soon. I get that because I, um, I mean, similarly, I have another small business. I have a ba- a baking business, so yep. I miss doing festivals. I was just kind of, I've been saying this a little bit, like I took a pretty big break because I was so burning out last year, like too many things going on in my I wasn't loving what I was up to. So I was like kind of paused it. And now I'm back in that vibe where I'm like, I kind of miss seeing all you people like big days with a lot of faces and just feeling all of that energy and all those vibes from people. And yeah, yeah. I need like a whole day to recover afterwards. But, um, <laughs> but like, I still kind of miss like hanging out with the people, so to speak, even though it's a little, ex- a lot exhausting. Oh
0: yeah, definitely. I know it was, definitely exhausting we used to do like uh, shows where not i was just reading but like i would do like bending events and all that stuff so mm-hmm. i missed that
1: so for our listeners kelly Sorry. has already laid out uh cards from the first deck which is the something something weight cards
0: writer <laughs> weight and writer weight
1: cards and then she is now laying out some cards from The other deck of cards, which I already forgot the name of as well. I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) The Morgan group. Yes,
1: the Morgan ones. There's the weight ones and the Morgan ones. (laughs)
0: Right. (laughs) Okay, so what I'm seeing with your cards, again, that fine-tuning energy, like I said, it's at a collective level too. So a lot of people will be like that fine-tuning in different ways. So on your cards, the first thing that shows up, it's about like, really stepping back and meditating on or not even meditating but like really thinking about like what's important to you and what you're going to bring forward not even pandemic but like into that next chapter like what is most important to you like what you hold dear and again that fine tuning energy is coming up again so it says like whether it's like you know finding that balance always balance is key but um like what you're going to bring forward like what connections are you know, um, most important to you, like what friends are most important, because I feel like it's it's on your cards, like you were pulled in so many different directions, like you were saying as well, but this is the time where you're like, okay, which directions do I want to be pulled in? Where do I want to, you know, extend my energy to rather than um, being stretched so thin? Because it does say that you're setting the foundation for a lot of like future wealth, this is my favorite card, but like one of my favorite cards. So you got the wealth card that comes up and it says you're going to be full force. I feel like around summertime, you're going to just be full force with like a lot of new ideas. And you're just going to feel like something like clicked and you're just going to be like, I'm ready. Like, let's do this. Like you're going to, it's like, you're going to get a lot of clarity and almost like a spiritual download, so to speak, where you like get that direction that you were looking for, or if you were looking for confirmation or answers, like it's like you just woke up knowing you're like why couldn't I have this you know why can't I have had this like last year but you know whenever it comes it's good because it does say you're going to go full force into your direction of what you're going to be you know doing so you do as well have like that healing cards like the the period of like kind of just fine-tuning breaking through obstacles because it does show that there's some areas where you're seeing like a standstill or like the general direction of your cards shows like um like being stuck, but it says like you are going to be breaking through that soon. But it's going to be like you, the one that frees yourself. So this is a very important card. Can I'm I see this? Like the very important card to know. So do you see that how she's blindfolded, but she's holding her own swords. So it says like where are you holding yourself back? So I really like this, and I always think whenever I feel stuck, like am I holding myself back or is it something that's being projected to me or something that's holding me back? Um, so for you, it says like unravel your own like bindings and like, see like where is it that you can break yourself free because you also get this card, like I said, kind of heavy cards, but it shows again, being tied up. So it says it's like coming from a couple different directions, but it shows that like that fine tuning what's important to you, and what's dear to your heart so i do feel like you're going to be focusing on like heart healing cuz that's kind of a heavy card too remember i said healing's a big theme this year um just releasing what no longer serves us and so forth um and i do feel like you're doing a lot of like cord cutting which is cool what was your sign again i forgot cancer there were you both water signs i forgot that's
2: okay yeah she like borders gemini right
1: yes yeah, I'm uh, seven days away from. Oh yeah, you're not. I'm that close. seven days after Gem- Gemini,
2: and I'm at the other end. I'm like July fifteenth, so closer to Leo. But we're both very Cancer. Oh, I love that.
0: That's I remember like when we talked like the first time. I just yeah. couldn't
1: remember. But I don't know if I'm a water because I don't know if I'm water, fire, or it's water. Metal. Oh, oh, Cancer is all. Water. All Cancer. Aren't there like metal cancers, water cancers, fire can't? No, no. Uh, is that the asian astrology and maybe Maybe.
2: like in your whole natal chart like birth chart you're it can see where your sun and your moon and those things are
0: right because it's really interesting and i because i remember you said like water sign but both of you come up as like queen of swords which is like an air sign so it says that you're going to be like bringing forth that energy of air so really interesting
2: i've dated an air sign once and it was a struggle
0: why was it difficult
2: there's just no direction there I'm like,
0: what?
1: Which, what which, which, which signs are air
2: um the one that i'm referring to was an aquarius i knew
1: it <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah it wasn't great i've actually dated a couple of them and i was like why do i do this <laughs>
0: Yeah. Aquarius are considered again. I'm not an astrologer, they're considered like the aliens of the zodiac, and they're like also like if you're dating it's like here today, gone tomorrow. So when they come up on like a, as an air sign in the like cards, and it's like Aquarius, it's like they're flighty, like so. Yeah, there's like kind of that lacking direction, they're kind of go. You know, like they live their life by their own rules, not necessarily with like that family orientation in my or like, oh, let's work on this. It's kind of like very flighty. Um, so anyway, it shows you have the cards too about like journey. Mm-hmm. King of Wands, it shows about like just what direction you're going to go in and just being going full force into it, but by your own direction. So it just again, this like fire energies coming in. You know, you're a water sign, but it shows like this fire energy coming in and I do feel it's going to be around like Leo season, which is July. Again, fire energy, you're going to be working with it. And I do feel more normalcy coming um, in the summer of 2021. So I feel like that's also going to be that boost of momentum that you need where you're just like, finally, I'm free. Because it sounds like you're breaking free out of a lot of things that have held you back. In the past, so it does say like like keep up the good work because you're continuing to move past like challenges that you've had like you know in your your life. So this is the card of like breaking free don't judge the name because it is the full card, but I see it was lying sideways, so it does say that you're embodied like this is the like feel the energy. It's like breaking free, like feeling free. Um, and then the card of the full is also considered like the baby. Um, that's the, why it does get kind of that bad rap sometimes about um, being naive a little bit. So I do feel, remember that goes along with protecting your energy, who you want to give your energy to, because I feel like you're going to really Be protecting your energy more and realizing like that drained me too much that relationship drained me too much that friendship drained me too much like I need to pull back so I feel like you're almost at that like okay I got this like this is what I'm going to bring forward in the next six months but I feel like this is going forward like into like one to two years like this is the energy you're going to be bringing forward and it does say that you have released the devil or you're almost released the devil you also got the double card that toxic patterns, but it comes up upside down. So how I read my tarot is when these heavy cards come up upside down, it's like you're breaking through. At least that's how I programmed my deck to read for me. Um, So congratulations, you are breaking through that. You're breaking through some of those difficult cycles. It keeps on the completion of a cycle. You know, we're always going through a new chapter, you know, if everyone says like, oh, a new chapter in our life. So I always see that from the fool to the world is like that journey, that journey that you're going. And then you start again, because it doesn't end at the world card. So with that being said, it, it shows your cycle is going to be really quick. Like you're going to go through this like next phase. And you're like, wow, like that went way faster than I thought. So again, almost like that fire energy pushing you through. Um, I am also seeing, I feel like this is post pandemic, obviously, but I'm also seeing like, like travel, like you're going to be wanting to kind of spread your wings and go places. So that's exciting. (laughs) And let me see. And again, the major theme in your cards or in this spread is about you're in charge of that direction, like, and just really see what's holding you back or where you're holding yourself back. Like that's the biggest thing that keeps coming up? Um, And it just says be really optimistic, um, as optimistic as possible. That's the last message coming through from this spread is you get the card of the sun, which is good fortune, Um, you know, everything. Just know that you have all the building blocks to success and just make sure not to hold yourself back and don't get discouraged because the card of the sun, you got it upside down, which is basically a cloud over the sun. And that's like kind of seeing like the, like the darker side of things rather than being like, no, this is just a, just a bump of the road. Like I'll get through it and just kind of go through each obstacle as it comes. So, but you're a too. So you're really empathic, <laughs> super, empathic, super sensitive, but that's basically all the cards that are showing up for your spread, but it just says you'll make it and just keep going through. And I keep seeing travel. So that's exciting. <laughs>
2: I, I have a travel bug. Pretty, pretty intense. She
1: is a travel bug. She is really? one.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm usually on one vacation and planning the next. So the whole pandemic has been like uh, when can I go
0: somewhere? I <laughs> mean you see a new chapter it showed the world and this is the card I always see as like flying, like plane ah. and stuff. No. Exciting.
2: <laughs> Thank you. That was amazing. Um, it's funny when you said, I feel big things coming for you in the summer and then, uh, or it, maybe even before you said summer, you said something about an energy and I heard the word Leo in my head before you even said it. And I was like, Oh, that was weird. <laughs> I love that. Thanks Kelly. I'm excited to, uh, yeah, I excited feel like for there, the next six there, months. a lot of what you said is like, is very, um, interesting an opportunity to me like I do last year when I um, decided to pull the not pull the plug but when I decided to put a pause on the cake business it literally did just hit me like I had a moment where oh that's what I want to do okay so that has I've had moments like you described having again I've had those before so I do just try to be patient and not rush anything. That's kind of my MO. I'm like it will work out the way it's supposed to. I just need to pay attention and hear it when it tells me what I need to do.
0: Yeah. That's good. I'm excited for both of you. Lots of breakthrough. Forward.
2: I like the one, that one card about me being tied up. That was kind of fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's kind of interested in
2: you, you sound interested in that. <laughs> I know it's about me holding myself back and you know I yeah I'm all about letting go of what oh, you, no. stop self self sabotaging and uh yeah get no, out of your I'm own so way. sorry
1: I I was referencing your comment about my dream yeah your dream <laughs> and finding the condoms and <laughs> so Mandy last week found some condoms
2: in her drawer and then um. she also had a little bit of yeah, I'm single. So last week we talked about, I was like, dang, I was cleaning out my room and I found all these condoms. I was like, it just reminded me I wasn't getting any. So sad. And then. sorry, so I thought you were trying to make a joke and a reference to that when you said. Being getting tied, tied up. up. <laughs> yeah, I kind of was. I was like, I was a little excited when I saw the car because I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. It's We're back in business.
0: <laughs> but I was like,
2: OK, it's not about that. <laughs>
0: It's funny, the cards will sometimes like reference to certain things. I'm like, okay, like (laughs) one time I read for this person and they were like just dating this like new guy and like, and he was like a very professional job. And I'm like, okay, I was like, I was seeing like some like kinky stuff in the cards and I'm like. Okay, don't be surprised if it's like he said to something that's not traditional. And yes, I'm alluding to like sex. And it was really funny. She messaged me. She's like, not going into detail, but you were so right. <laughs> Sometimes the cards will get like almost a little graphic and you're like, oh. <laughs> Without seeing that. Um, so yeah, it's really funny too. Like when you do like a full spread, like in an hour, like you'll see like different things come in. You're like, oh, it's so funny you said that because you're like fully delving in to that person's reading. So, but yeah, sometimes some funny stuff will come through or some like some even some things you're like, do I, how do I say that? Because it's like their shadow that they need to work on. But like, it's really intense, you know, and like they might not adopt it or they might be like, oh, like, why did you see that? You know, so sometimes like I'll just like it, say like, oh, this is what I'm feeling, but um, not like fully. So I don't want to embarrass them or anything like that. So, yeah, that's very, yeah, kind of
1: that very kind of you. It's very kind you're just so awesome and thank you so much for sharing your time and your gifts with us and our listeners i look forward to coming back in the summer and just hitting you up and having like a full reading for sure and uh, speaking of that how can our listeners get more information about you as well as if they're interested in getting readings or Uh, your retail you know any of your products
0: yes so my website's Mm -hmm. lunamlove.com and and there is an appointment tab on there that shows like like me and my team and like our calendar and all of that. And like you can see my candles and all that good stuff and just have my bio. And obviously, if anyone, you know, has any questions, they can always email me or you know, DM me on Instagram. Like, so yeah, I always love meeting new people. It's always, you know, great because it's like the waves of new people come like at the right time. I'm sure you've noticed that too, oh, yeah. where you'll meet some people and it's like a you know, for a while, it's like the same people. And then you're just like, wow, like a flood of new energy. Like, look, I'm meeting you. Like, I love meeting you too.
1: <laughs> it's been such a blast. We love it. We we really appreciate you. And uh, yeah, so lunumlove.com And your Instagram handle is? Lunum love
0: with an underscore in the middle. So <laughs> lunum underscore, underscore love.
1: love. And we'll be
2: sure to definitely tag you on all of our stuff too. So people can easily find you. Thanks so much, Kelly. We really appreciate you. And again, honestly, I'm, I'll be back in the summer and um, for I'll be ready for an update. Yeah. Is that, so actually uh, on that, like, do you recommend,
1: like, is there a frequency, a recommendation for people? Is it different for people? How often
2: they should get readings? I like how Miley's trying to doctor this. She's like, I'm how often should I recommend my client come back?
1: <laughs> trying to see when I, like, is waiting till the summertime too long? Should I come back in three months? Well, I
2: mean, she read for six months ish. So yeah. Okay. I think, so I feel six like months, okay. six months seems like a reasonable time yeah. to come back. Or if you feel like if you've hit like a big shift and you're like something new mm. has come along and you're like now I would like to read for this specifically.
0: Oh yeah, totally. It's okay. That or like you know like that healing stuff came up that was talking about like it's like oh what suggestions or clarity can you give about this certain situation i have like some people that i read for like yes every six months i have some people that love to get readings just to talk to me and like share all the stuff that happened from their last reading like every month so i always say like use your intuition like you'll know and how i hear like i'll like start hearing the person theme like if it's like a healer or someone i'm working with i'll start hearing it's like i need a book with them it's like something will tell you like it's time you know so it's always different for you know everyone. So.
1: I may awesome. be. I, I may be back before summertime. Mm-hmm. I have lots of questions
0: <laughs> <laughs> with like a list, and you can always tell when it's like a like a that Virgo, would be her a Virgo, because where you see you may have Virgo energy. Ah.
1: <laughs> I so might have some Virgo energy.
0: <laughs> they come with like, that, like a like a pen and paper, and like oh, I'm writing notes. Like <laughs> I love
2: it. She's a theater geek, so she'll just memorize the entire list. Like it's a, like it's a a bulleted list. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Because then you don't go out of the reading and like, Oh, I should have asked this. It's like you were prepared for it. You had different topics you wanted to ask for and like, you know, the energy around it and so forth, but.
1: Oh, this is exciting. Well, thank you again so much for being with us. Uh, We really appreciate you. And this was such a blast and thank you.
2: Yes. We look forward to touching base with you again.
0: Of course, it was great meeting you, and thank you for having me. This is my first podcast ever. Yeah, yeah. How excited! This
2: is our first podcast ever. I mean, not the first episode, but this is our first podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is also my first tarot reading too. So thank you. Yeah, that was my first tarot. I've never had a tarot. No way. Yeah, like all of my other tarot have just been the generic YouTube ones.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. So
1: it's been really uh, an honor, actually, Mm -hmm. and and just really special. To be able to have my first our first tarot reading with you, so that was a lot. We hope you have a, a wonderful night, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, you too. Bye, bye, Kelly. So that was a really fun podcast
2: episode with Kelly. I really enjoyed it. It was really cool getting to hear her story and how she got started and mm-hmm. like how she got to all the things she's doing now and everything that she offers. And I, I really appreciate the whole like honing in on what it is you're good at and developing your talents. And I said it a little bit in the episode where I was like, you know, that's a good piece of business advice for anyone. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to do everything for everybody. Yeah. Um. It and does... develop like a lot of times, if you've ever listened to like business stuff, sometimes you hear advice to like, dive into the things you're not good at. But like, I'm kind of of the mindset that like dive into the stuff you're good at and you really like doing exactly and get really good
1: at it. Like not just the things that you're good at it, but you know, not just the things that you're good at, but honing it and making it even better.
2: Yeah. Just don't, don't try to don't beat yourself. Basically what I'm saying, don't beat yourself up trying to be good at everything. You're not supposed to be good at everything. Pick the things you're good at and grow in them. Yeah. I also really liked how it just happened. Her her growth
1: happened organically. Mm -hmm. I like how one thing led to another and it was all like everything is based on listening to your tuition or her tuition. And she also didn't rush. I think sometimes the best things grow from having the time to Mm -hmm. grow.
2: Yeah, she uh, it it was sounded kind of like there was no other way. This is what she was going to be doing. And she kind of just allowed it to, and she unfold. let it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So that was a that was pretty awesome. We were so I was so happy to be able to get her as our guest first on tarot readings
2: mm-hmm. ever ever. Both of us. And yeah. I can't wait now to have like a big one. A, yeah, a follow-up one. I don't know that I'd be able to go do I I don't know. I I don't think I could go see a stranger. That's true. Like I like that we kind of yeah. knew who she was and I'd been following her for a little time and like I got I had a feel for how she, how her powers connected to her. um. So I really enjoyed that. But like, like she talked about like the people on the street. It's like, I don't think I could just yeah. go into a store off the street and pay somebody a hundred bucks to do a tarot or whatever it costs.
1: I also think that um, these kinds of healing and spiritual or metaphysical things, it really helps strengthen the information or the guidance that you receive when you actually are connected with someone so Mm -hmm. you know you're a bit about not being able to do it with a stranger there might be some kind of invisible barrier when you have and are doing it with a stranger when you're doing it with a stranger
2: though that they have no bias because they don't know anything
1: yeah that's true too but, but I, felt I just, really like knowing comfortable her with and her. like,
2: yeah, I really trusted yeah. her input and her. And in- I really trusted her intuition, I guess. And I guess that's what I'm thinking when I say a stranger. Like I'd have a hard time trusting their intuition, not knowing their background. So and I experience. hope you really enjoyed hearing that. I mm-hmm. mean, we had a ton of fun a lot of talking fun. to her and hearing about all the different aspects and the things that they do and um, really cool team she has there. Yeah, I'm actually really interested in maybe the...
1: Uh, palm reading or astrological person
2: yeah she had a person who Mm -hmm. reads like the natal very celestial energy i love that stuff i'm so into it
1: if any of our listeners have done a tarot reading or any of the other metaphysical or healing um readings i guess Mm -hmm. give us a shout out give us a comment
2: share share with us what your thoughts are yeah, I'm really curious if you've, uh, if anybody's ever changed your direction, maybe a little bit or helped you see something. I I just, yeah, I'm still a little bit like, Ooh. yeah, I'm still absorbing it and processing yeah. it. So if we sound um, a little yeah. <laughs> drunk or I don't know if we just sound a little hungover it's like a tarot reading hangover like still so much energy and so yes. much like but it's not like i don't i don't need to spend a bunch of time on this i'm gonna forget about it in five minutes from now <laughs> like i'll be on to other things but like it will i will remember it yeah. most certainly because she said some really big stuff for mm-hmm. me um and you and yeah. i'm sure when those things start happening over the next few months i'm gonna be like oh start, this was in my tarot yeah. opening up
1: our eyes like oh to i things. see it yeah. now yeah, yeah so Thank you so much for joining us this week and uh, we hope you enjoyed it and we will
2: talk with you soon. Yes, please follow us on the Instagram if you're not already and subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts, folks. For sure. Love you. Love you too.